Happy Thursday, everyone. April 14, 2022, episode number 289 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study. On today's show, going to get into a variety of topics, taking a little break from all the quarterback talk. We need a little break. I was actually talking to my dad about this. He said, man, overkill on the quarterbacks in the draft. And it definitely is. And it's all of us out here writing about the Steelers, talking about the Steelers. But I told him, I'm just so fascinated with this process that it doesn't get old or boring to me. I love it. I love this stuff. And I love that you listen and that you read it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, you beautiful Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I get your question, comments, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are actually going to be recording here shortly, and that episode will be up later today. So check that out. We're going to have Shane Hallam on NFL draft expert, so you want to check that out. Jim is a goat of covering the Steelers, having done so since 1995. Super insightful and knowledgeable about your Steelers. You don't want to miss it. So studying, let's get into it. And just want to start, and I've probably hit on this concept a few times before, but, you know, as part of what I do for this site, I try to read and take in every bit of Steelers information that's out there, every source, so that I am informed, I know what's going on with the team, I know different perspectives from the different beat writers or just some of the other sites that are out there. And I'm not going to name any names, but sometimes when I read some of these works some writers for whatever reason yes I'm back in the car today that is a train but some writers for whatever reason speak in absolutes as if they know that something specifically is not going to happen or that a player cannot be successful or succeed or that a unit cannot get better for instance was reading a writer the other day And the question was posed to him, can this offensive line be great? And the response was something along along the lines of, calm down, this unit has to be average before it could be great. It's not even good. But just the limiting perspectives and viewpoints or all the talk about the quarterbacks and potentially drafting one at pick 20, There are writers out there saying that absolutely not. It's not going to happen. It would be a dumb, foolish decision. I just, 
I don't get it. Your mind has to be open to all possibilities when looking at this team. And even me, I'm fascinated by the quarterback position, but I'm open and I can acknowledge that this team could go a variety of different ways at pick 20. They could go defensive line. They could go wide receiver. I don't know, but I guess it's a pet peeve of mine. It's a bit annoying when I hear or see some of these writers speaking as if they have the inalienable truth about what this team's going to do. So there's my little rant for today. Again, not naming any names, but just you got to have an open mind. And at the end of the day, we don't know what this team is going to do. We could speculate, but to say that, oh, that's not going to happen. No way. This is a horrible draft class for quarterbacks. Give me a break. And I can't go a show without talking quarterback, so yeah, I can't help myself. But Desmond Ritter has been getting a lot of attention recently. A lot of reports saying that he has moved up into the fifth round, possibly into the top 15. You're seeing him connected to the Steelers through a lot of mock drafts. I've said all offseason, I think he's the most pro-ready. I think he's going to have the best career out of this whole group. But his name is picking up some steam here in the recent weeks. Still no signing at strong safety. The longer this goes on, I don't know how I feel about the opportunity for them to sign a honey badger or a Terrell Edmonds, and the more it looks like it could be a third round pick, a second round pick, or some other makeshift until they're able to get a player whom they feel could be productive at the position. But I'm very surprised that something hasn't happened yet And again, today's April 14th. There are only 14 days until the first round of the draft. Not saying that they're thinking of taking a safety in the first round. The only thing that I could see happening in terms of a safety is if Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame perhaps would fall to them, which seems unlikely, but you never know. Maybe they would pounce, but... It's it's a bit unnerving that that position is unsettled at this point in the game. And again, as I'm working on my mock draft 5.0, there are several questions questions that I'm wrestling with as I'm building it. Do they take two wide receivers? Are they comfortable with what they have right now in-house? Do they foresee a an expanded role for Gunnar Olszewski, the return specialist, the special teams all-pro? 
Do they look to the practice squad for Rico Bussy, Camp Phenom from last year to maybe excel and step up this year? Do they look at a backup runner? Are they satisfied with Benny Snell? Do they need to get somebody to back clean up? You know, that could be something that they're wrestling with. I know I'm wrestling with that right now. Do they look to add depth at the defensive line? You know, that's going to be very telling that if they do snag a defensive lineman at pick 20, that Stefan Tuit's status with his team is in question. So that'll be very telling. If the Steelers do, in fact, go that route in terms of drafting one of those Georgia kids on the D-line. Inside backer. Do they make a move at inside backer? They're giving Devin Bush an opportunity to show that last year was an anomaly due to him coming off the injury. You got Miles Jack coming in who should provide some upgraded performance there over Joe Schobert. But in terms of your depth, you have Buddy Johnson, Marcus Allen converted safety, who's more of a hybrid backer than he is a pure backer. Do they draft an inside linebacker? There's some names in the second round, Leo Chanel, Chad Muma. They could be sitting there. Do they pull the trigger? And then the the last thing that I'm pondering is, do they ship some guys off via trades for additional picks? Or do do they trade future picks for picks in this year's draft? I don't see them trading down to acquire more picks, but I would not be surprised if they ship a player off or they trade future round picks for additional picks or to use some of their future capital to move up. But again, just some of the questions I'm chewing on right now as I'm building Mock Draft 5.0. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 289 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host, Jeremy Ritz saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study. Would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. Comment, email, tweet. You know how to do it. Check out the updated cast with Wex coming out on The Still City Insider later today. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great practice Friday.